my gosh, Grace, I've missed you. I missed you too, although we did see each other three days ago. I know. Ago. I was going to say that Grace came in and set up my apartment, basically. It literally looked like trash and like no one had lived here ever. And then Grace <laughs> came and she made it a magical palace of wonderland and dreams. So, you know, so it's great. True. I hung up like six paintings. Okay, that's uh, not true. You I hung up like 14. count 12. Yeah, I hung up a lot, actually. You hung up way more than 14. You yeah, yeah. I think you hung up at least, like, you probably hung up almost 30 things. Yeah, actually, that's probably true. Yeah, I think it's so. It's because you have so many paintings set. You know, if you that's didn't have true. so many yeah. sets, it wouldn't be I such was a like, high number. Grace, you're going to help me hang my art. My art is a mural selection of 12 different moon paintings that all need to be spaced evenly and no i don't have a tape measure (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) anyway or a full-size pencil (laughs) pencil. i stole it from my protractor yeah you can tell (laughs) tiny pencil (laughs) okay if you guys are wondering why i feel stuffy i am sick I literally think this might be the first time I've been sick since the pandemic. Being sick sucks. I'm really sorry. It's terrible. I have been... You know how normally men get man flu? Maybe I've talked about this on the podcast before. I get man flu, except I'm a woman, so I just... I guess I'm weak. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm so whiny when I'm sick. And I saw this, like, thing about like uh this girl she had like recently broken up with her boyfriend and she was like the difference between being sick when you're single and being sick when you're not single is absurd she's like when i was sick i was literally like <laughs> like bring me tea like make me food <laughs> but when i'm single and i just i mean this is when i didn't live with my boyfriend it's like you had to do everything but when i was sick and Mason doesn't have that much sympathy for me most of the time I'm sick because I am really dramatic about it. But he could tell I was actually sick this time. So he brought me tea, which was really nice, twice while Aww. I was in bed. And he bought me chocolate at the store, which I don't think that helped with the sickness, but it was nice. It's nice. And he made me food. It was really nice. So <clears throat> it was great. <laughs> but if you hear me <laughs> snuffling or anything, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what's happening. Grace, how are you? Um, I'm really good. Um, oh, have, wait. this what? I'm living. That's Grace. Oh, yeah. We, decided <laughs> we should start introducing ourselves on this podcast because we just, like, again, forget that these are on the internet for people to hear yeah. who aren't, like, in our entirely close inner circle. And so maybe you don't know our voices apart. Yes. Also, last time on the podcast, I referred to myself in the first two sentences, which is why I assume maybe you brought this up, in the third person. No. I said, Liv did this. <laughs> I'm Liv. <laughs> we didn't introduce ourselves. No, it's just because I was listening to a couple <laughs> podcasts, and always oh. at the beginning, the hosts were like, I'm this person, <laughs> and I'm this person. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we don't do that incredibly do that. basic step of differentiating <laughs> our voices. Cool. Good for us. It's a guessing game for you guys. Yeah. Um, I'm good. I had a book club last night, which is always a rocking good time, as you know. And it was great because Claire Jones came, as she always does, and she brought me my Sephora haul, which is, I asked her to buy Did it have the sparkles? 
Oh, it has the Sierra. <gasps> oh my god! Body glitter, Fenty diamond dust in it. I opened it up. Oh it is god. so gorgeous. I didn't put any on because it's a Wednesday night and I'm in my pajamas already. But like, sure, I, it is stunning. Oh my god! Stunning. I can't wait. I know. I'm so excited for LA. You're gonna you're gonna be so sparkly. Oh my god! I'll be so sparkly. Um, yeah, but. I guess not more exciting in the context of this podcast, but more exciting in the context of my life. Um, She brought me the lash serum she uses. And you guys, as an audience, don't know this, but Claire Jones has quite literally the most incredible lashes I've ever seen on a human individual. One of my favorite party tricks is just pointing at her face to people and being like, those are real. Those aren't fake lashes. And people are I always like... I did think those were fake. They're not fake. She's, like, sometimes wearing mascara. Wow. Yeah, it's That's crazy. Awesome. And so she brought me... Yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> <laughs> so she brought me the lash gel she uses, and I was so excited. But she, like... So I pulled it out of the bag, and I was like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm so excited. This is the lash gel Claire uses, and she has the most amazing eyelashes. Jeanette, of course, immediately looks at Claire and goes, wait, those are real? And then takes ah! out her phone and takes a picture of the box I have in my hand. <laughs> and then Claire Jones's coworker is also in our book club. And not sure how much of this I'll bleep out. It's a lot of private information. But regardless, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, is all of a sudden like, oh yeah, I like use pictures of you to show customers when I want to sell this lash gel. Oh my and god. And Jay is like, wait, what do you mean? She's like, well, you know how you have a lot of pictures of you crying on your Instagram? And Claire J is like, <laughs> yes. And just like, yeah, I just show those to customers to show them the result of the lash gel. For the lash serum. She's like, because it's obvious that any makeup you're wearing has been cried off because of all the mascara on your face. Oh and my God. Like, How did I not know that you do this? I'm dead. That's so fucking funny. I know. Isn't it so funny? Yes. Jay didn't know that that's what she does. That's the thing. That she's literally getting commissioned. <laughs> Claire's tears. Well, I asked. I was like. Do you get commission? And they're oh. like, no. And I was like, Sucks. oh, that's a bummer. Look, I'll be honest. Claire's tear pictures could convince me of a lot of things. Yeah, and those are all positive things. Yeah, she's very beautiful, <laughs> <laughs> and her eyelashes are amazing. Oh, and now Lord. I have the product. Wow, that's so, so exciting fingers for you. cross your fingers for me. We'll see how this goes. Uh, they're crossed. Uh, anything in in Bachelor Nation that we should talk about? God no, nothing that I can. God think of no, <laughs> nothing at all. Which Jess, is so wild. Um, has Besides that really horrifying blonde. TikTok. Who? Jess from this season. Jess. Oh yeah. Like I keep seeing her TikToks, and I like don't recognize her. She she kind of looks different in all of them. I gotta say. Yeah. I also think it's like a just she has a very different energy in her TikToks yes. than she does on the season. And I just mean like I think she was clearly in a very uncomfortable environment, but she is a hot girl. And like yeah. you could look at her on the season and be like, that is a hot girl. But yeah. in her TikToks, she has mastered hot girl energy, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. really hard to do with a front facing camera. Or a camera. <laughs> so um props to her 
Yeah. More, uh, Rachel, former Bachelorette Rachel. Uh, oh, yeah. Or, I guess, one of multiple former Bachelorette. The recent <laughs> one, the white one, just got breast reduction surgery. Oh, yeah. And Congrats Genevieve, it seems like, is taking very good care of her post-surgery, so that's cute. It's so cute. Such a weird roommate duo, but, like, love that they're so happy together. I know. I love that. That is so wild. <laughs> I will say, breast reduction surgery, I've known a few people who've gotten it, and they have all, like, been so happy. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really happy for her. It's It seems like, yeah, just something that improves people's lives in... Just so many, so many ways. Yeah, definitely. So, yay for her. Yes, Hope she's healing well. I watched a video where she was like, here's all the things I got for my post-op. And I was like, you seem pretty set. Not that I've had this (laughs) surgery, but again, I've talked to people who have, and I've gone through my fair share of scar treatment plans. um, (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say... You've gone through your fair share of (laughs) post-op. Yeah, I've gone through my... I was like... (laughs) I was like, I haven't had breast reduction. However, I've had many surgeries, and two of them involve trying to cover up scars. So I feel Party. like we're good. Yeah. The only part that I can't really relate to is if there's any, um, d- oh, shit. Wait, why can't drainage? I not? No. Oh, I can't relate to drainage. And um, sometimes the nipple gets a little deformed. Um, oh. Yeah. It's Okay. Yeah. They're individuals. Mm-hmm. I like that. They're, they're sisters, <laughs> not twins. Yeah, sisters, not twins. <laughs> yeah. It's a surprise. One boob reveal does not uh, necessarily reveal the other, you know? Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'd like to stop talking about your breast, Rachel. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. Congrats I don't know to you. I hope everything's going well. And you're healing great. And Genevieve's taking yeah. great care of you. Moving yeah, on. You God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel like it's okay because we weren't talking about hers specifically. We were talking about the process of breast reduction surgery. Yeah. And, yeah. and how if you have one nipple that's different than the other, no shame to you. Enjoy. Yeah. Sisters, not twins. Yeah. Um, which many people who haven't had breast reduction surgery can probably relate to. Also well. have. So, yeah. There you go. There you go. Totally true. <laughs> now we can stop. Moving uh, on, please. <laughs> okay, one more thing about Brett. <laughs> no, uh, should we talk about the episode? Yes. <laughs> if we must. I think we must. Um, although, I, Grace, I just wish that you watched The Last of Us so I could talk to you about it. Yeah, I, I'm This sorry, isn't about it. No, and it's I okay. I just cried a lot in the last episode. That sad. seems to be what lots of people are, are getting up to. <laughs> <laughs> Crying at the last of us. Just for the record, Ellie and Grace, when they came over to our house, I we're going to leave, like, I think 30 minutes earlier than they ended up leaving because <laughs> Ellie and Mason really got on a tangent. I was there, too, but I think they were both more presently in a tangent of the last of us. Yeah, and they I have to drive back to Instagram Seattle. on my phone. <laughs> you were very polite to let them talk for that long, but they were like, yeah, we got to get going. And then Ellie and Mason were like, and this thing, and this. And this thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, so, in the world of The Bachelor, now they're in Budapest. That's yeah. cool. Um, it does look gorgeous. It looks stunning. Like, 
you know, they're always like, oh, this place is so romantic, this place is so romantic, this place is so romantic. I'm like, it is a, it is a beautiful city, to be fair. This place is so romantic, it's Cleveland, Ohio. It's Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> also, like, yeah, no, this place was romantic. Not to keep sure. ragging on London, but, like, romantic is not the word I would use to describe London. What about you? Yeah. Okay. I don't know, I haven't been, but okay. I was just... <laughs> Okay, but, like, think about the shots of London. No, like, it's, I, I do think you're right. It's a far I, more I don't, modern I think it's city like, in, like, a lot of areas. And, like... London's, like, where I go for, a, like, maybe a day. Well, and it's also just, like, you can use a lot of other positive words. But I just yeah. don't know if romantic makes the list. Right. I think... For, some, uh, for a place to be romantic for me, I have to not be thinking about the amount of time I'm spending there. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I think where they were, I was like, cool, I could stay here for a long time and, like, really enjoy my full day. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it, like, I don't know. I I think it, uh, to me, romantic also, like, is, like, about kind of a timelessness. And, like, mm, London yes. doesn't, at least, like, the shots they're showing me of, London doesn't feel that timeless to me. And maybe part of that is because we're fed so much, like, British media that it's, yeah. like, I see a building and I'm, like, okay, that seems like the Regency era. And then I see, like, a high rise and I'm, like, and that feels like today. Whereas, like, with Budapest, I'm, like, we could be any time. These buildings have been here forever, just like love. No, that's a good point. <laughs> London gives factory. Yeah. London uh-huh. is giving factory. <clears throat> it is. You know, I think you're right there. Yeah. This place it this place had a little bit of like a magical quality to it. Yeah. Budapest did. Budapest is giving it's dare I say It's romance. giving where's the yeah, romance. It's giving fountain. It's giving fountain. It's <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, a road <laughs> this week means that you're going to hometowns. So, yeah. Zach and Jesse meet up for, like, another really boring talk where, again, Zach just, like, mentions each of the women by name and, like, says how he's feeling about them. Um, Jesse said something very weird in this where he, they sat down and he was like, nice choice of a spot. He said, was like, you picked a great spot. That was oh, yeah, my next a great note. Spot. I was like, what? No, he didn't. I was like, okay. Are we talking about coffee? Are we talking about... Are we implying that Zach picked Budapest? Like, what? I thought he literally was talking about the seat that they picked at the cafe. Okay, I thought he was talking about Budapest, but then I was like, but Zach didn't pick it. Yeah. You know? I don't think Zach picked any of those three things. Yeah. It was That it we was thought weird of. To There's me. just no... That's why I thought it was so weird, because I was like... When you bring it up, it's like he could have meant multiple things, but not a single one of those things could have been a thing that Zach picked. Yeah. So it just seemed like weird to leave in. That totally stuck out <laughs> to me too. Um, <laughs> okay, glad. I'm glad it did because yeah. I did find it very odd. Yeah. And then Jesse, in the one tone of voice that he seems to possess, is like, <laughs> so I have news. And Zach's like, oh God. Um, and he's like, Greer's been quarantining back in town, and she is headed to Budapest. And it's like, why can't you make anything sound like it will be good? 
seems, like even at like, the end of that <laughs> sentence i'm like is it good that groove's headed to budapest which i guess ultimately it wasn't but like no <laughs> jesus christ um the other thing about that is like as soon as he said it they off camera cut like they they did off face of Zach going awesome and then they said a lot of time has passed like I don't think he actually said awesome when they were talking about Greer no at no point did he seem excited no it was just weird that it felt like they were definitely trying to fake us out to be like is he gonna keep Greer and it was like no, we oh. all saw their last interaction. They hate yeah. each other. And then he immediately goes to, like, you know, all the time that was taken away really jeopardized our relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah, but whatever. That so, and hating her. Really that and hating her. Um, but now, because every woman here has now had a one-on-one, we're rolling into our round of two one-on-ones. And because mm-hmm. we're already at the week before hometowns, the only two people who get one-on-ones this week will be the only two people who will get more than one one-on-one. Not sure why I felt the need to clarify that, but whatever. Um, Thank you. Turns out that first one-on-one, that first second one-on-one, is going to Katie. Um, congrats to Katie. Love that for her. So, yeah, very fun. Kate, uh, Kate, Kat is obviously upset by this choice. Uh, she feels not chosen. And she's like, we just need time to be Zach and Kat again. Um, Why? Why does she say so many things that are annoying? I, yeah, I don't know. I, it's, it's the total lack of awareness, you know? Yeah. Like, I can understand being like, I just feel like we need more time. But the way she talks, it's like she genuinely doesn't think other people do, you know? Yes, like, that's it exactly really it. Feels like she feels that somehow she has had less time with him than every other person here. <laughs> and I'm not yeah. sure how she arrived at that conclusion. But it seems it, to be the basis of her reality now. The, also, the wildest part of that is that she also communicates that in her conversations with the other women. Yes, which is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That is how you're getting yourself into so much trouble because you're just like, well, I hadn't seen him in a while. Like, yeah, bitch, neither has anyone else. Yeah, they what? know. <laughs> they this know. isn't news. <laughs> She's like, yeah, but I haven't. They're like, oh, what? <laughs> Babe, no. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Anyway, so Katie and Zach meet up in a park. And she does the thing where she runs and jumps into his arms and, like, hooks her legs around behind his back and they kiss. And I was like, have we seen one of these yet this season? I don't think so. We have not seen a hooju yet this season Mm -mm. to steal terminology from Game of Roses. I love to steal terminology from Game of Roses. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we have. I can't can't bring one to memory. I know. So that was, that felt late in the season, but whatever. So, they're taking the furnicular up the hill, and that's a new word that I learned, but I did know what the thing was, I just didn't know the word for it. It's when there's, like, a tram built into the side of a hill, so you're basically, mm-hmm. like, taking a elevator at an angle. Um, <laughs> seems fun. Doesn't seem as fun as a gondola, but, you know, you make do. Um, 
But they got a truly, like, beautiful day to explore Budapest. Like, yeah. I feel like the sun is, like, making the rooftops glimmer. Um, if they weren't already, beautiful. like, into each other, they would have fallen in love by the end of this. <laughs> yes. Um, so then they're talking, and they're like, Zach's like, you know, we're reaching a point where, like, we're really far along, but also, like, don't know basic things about each other like what's your favorite color and I was like any question but that (laughs) any question but what's your favorite color there's no need to be a stereotype (laughs) there's no need just be like what's your favorite animal yeah do you have a lucky number nice she was so nice for not judging him for that yeah or for what he said next what was that I don't remember him being like, yeah, it's actually been really wild to, like, explore because, like, I'm 80% British. Right. 80% <laughs> British. Yeah, yeah, and when he said that, I was, like, just picturing him being, like, I wanted him to be, like, yeah, I think I was, like, starting to pick up, like, on the language and stuff while I was there. Like, I just could hear it, you know? Something yeah. inside me. <laughs> like, seriously, I wanted him to say that. And then I also was, like, course you're 80 percent british you also seem like someone whose relatives came over on the mayflower that makes (laughs) sense to me um they do other little things like have a drink with hungarian spices they talk to some old women in the street um but zach's basically just like i feel like my relationship with katie is really real and like she's just really kind to people who she interacts with and i do think think she was I, I think that it's probably really easy to have, like, just a very natural day with Katie. Like, I can yeah, totally I so imagine walking away from, like, a date with Katie and being like, you know, I can see us just, like, waking up on Sundays and going to the farmer's market. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think so, too. I also think that Zach is kind of a mega dork. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a really awkward man. And I think... That sometimes the bachelor tries to force men who are awkward into a role of not being awkward. Yeah. But it's weird. And I think Katie's pretty awkward in a non, like, I'm awkward way. Yeah. So I think, I honestly think that they, I don't know if he'll pick her, but I think that they could be a pretty good match, like, outside of this, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Um, They find, like, a little typewriter on a hill. And write little notes to each other. Um, mm-hmm. But they were both boring. I didn't write down anything about them. I was just um, thinking about typing it out and how many typos you'd have. Because I have well, typos with autocorrect literally constantly. Katie's I don't think I could so handle many typos. Did it really? I, saw I missed a screenshot it. of it on Twitter. Too <laughs> <laughs> <So> many. <gasps> That's actually kind of a look at like how someone would text. Do you like, know what I mean? there was a typo in her name at the bottom of the letter that she wrote. <laughs> Fucking icon. Which, like, so again, bad. I don't want to give her too much shit. Like, typewriters, you have to really punch down on those keys. So if she, like, yeah. didn't punch down hard enough on the I before she went to the T, sure. like, sure, you she misspell your own name. But, like, it's just funny. <laughs> what if... <laughs> What if she didn't correct it? She just spelled it wrong, and he was like, "Oh, that's how your name's spelled," because he doesn't know. He doesn't know how her name is spelled. It's true, Whoa. and it's not how you'd guess. 
Um, okay. True. So, Katie to the camera is basically like, yeah, it's scary to say, like, she's falling in love with someone because she doesn't think she can handle any more rejection. Um, back at the hotel, Brooklyn is just kind of listing everything she's anxious about, which, like, relatable. <laughs> um, <laughs> none of the girls want Greer to come back with a rose. Um, and then a group date card shows up, which will reveal who gets the final one-on-one. The group date is for Ariel, Charity, Gabby, and Kat, which means Brooklyn's getting the one-on-one. Um, oh. Yeah, so Kat is like, I don't know why he didn't choose me. <laughs> and like, I don't want to shut down or close off, but it, all this rejection is just making me want to protect myself. And she's like, doesn't he miss me as much as I miss him? And I'm like, Hide it. no, <laughs> no, no, it's one, and it's no, it's not, two girls. It's not like, cause he doesn't like you. It's just because all you get to do all day is sit in a hotel room and think about him. And he has like a jam packed schedule and just doesn't have time to think about you. He's very busy. He's choosing He's coffee busy. spots over Budapest to take Jesse Palmer to. Exactly. Um, yeah. Sorry, Kat. I feel bad for you, but also I don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a sentence. So then for the evening portion of Zach and Katie's date, they're going to the oldest bathhouse in all of Hungary. And I want to go to a Hungarian bathhouse. That, that seems like fun. fun. Yeah, I was, was very really jealous, and I wanted I to go there. A lot of these dates really made me want to go. Also, that date could have been so sexy. Uh, yeah. You're not there yet, but uh, we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, so Zach cheers us to Brooklyn making him, or to, sorry, Katie making him feel special and safe and flabbergasted. And yeah. then Katie's like, all right, Zach, hit me. Ask me whatever you want. And he's like, uh, has no questions. But he's like, what do you want? And she's like, I want a family. I want stability. I want a man who's going to be there for me. Because, like, I haven't had that. Um, basically, she's just like, I think you'll make a great father and a great husband. And, like, I'll He was very touched by that. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of who he would meet, if he did a hometown with her, he would, he wouldn't meet her dad, but he'd meet her mom. Mm -hmm. Her dad left and moved to Florida, and she didn't really meet him until she was, like, 16. Um, and at that point, like, he kind of tried to come back into her and her brother's life, but it, you know, kind of too late. Um, and then growing up, her really, her mom was in a relationship with another man, And he was kind of like her father figure for a really long time. And then when she was in grade eight, he also left. Um, Really a bummer. Yeah. So at the end of the day, she lost two father figures in her life. And it was tough and it still is tough. Um, But yeah. It all sounds very hard. Uh, And she starts crying because she's talking about sad and hard things. And Zach's like, I only want you, he says, I only want to know what's comfortable for you to share, which I think is good. Yeah. Um, 
I saw some people talking about that online and, like, kind of being, like, like, taking it as a acknowledgement to Katie that, like, they are on TV and anything she says, like, could be broadcasted and, like, she doesn't have to just, like, spill her soul on TV if she doesn't want to. Yeah. Having seen the moment, I didn't totally read it as that. I kind of just read it as, like, a normal, you say that in conversation, but, um... Well, we're also, like, if not If people want to give it that generous read, then, okay. That is very generous. But we're also not there, like, in terms of... I think you can start to see when, like, something is too much potentially for someone, or they really don't mm-hmm. want to talk about something. So, that, like you said, it could just be a general read of, like, I don't know, like... You don't have to share anything you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. And especially because it was like, you know, the question is like, who am I going to meet? The question is not necessarily who am I not going to meet. So like, if you don't want to share that, then you don't have to. (laughs) True. (laughs) Um, But anyway, he gives her the rose and says this rose means that he can't wait to see more of her and the people who helped make her her. Um, and then they get in the baths, and I'm so jealous! I want to go to there! It's very beautiful. I want it's very to romantic. go to there! Um, and Katie's really happy, and she's like, I just need a little bit more time before I'm able to say that I'm falling in love with him. And I'm like, I feel like we are slow this season. Like, normally we yeah. have, like, one or two falling in loves before hometowns. I was like, I want to hear an I'm in love with you and him say I'm not there yet. That's what yeah. we're supposed to be. Yeah. Why aren't we there? Why aren't we there? Um, Did you not see his swim trunks? Did you not fall in love? What the Did hell? Did you not hear that he wants to find his best friend? His best friend! Maybe His that's best why. friend would say they're in love with him. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Oh my so, god, what if, what, wait, Grace, okay. what if instead of being like, I'm in love with you, they're like, I, I, I think you're my best friend. I think you're my best friend. I, you are my best friend. What if that's what they just say instead? They're like, Zach, I have something important to tell you. You are my best friend. I think and he would go he bananas. Say, you are my best friend. <laughs> I think he would come instantly. <laughs> Oh my god, you're probably right. Finally, someone understands me. Um, Imagine him having to reject the person that says that, though. He'd be like, they'd be like, Zach, you're my best friend. He'd be like, you are not my best friend. I'm not my best friend. (laughs) And take your heart-shaped necklace that's cut in half back. Bye. Take your best I don't want this necklace bra- away. <laughs> I don't want this bracelet with the beads anymore. <laughs> Untie it and take it back. <laughs> um, okay. Now we get some shots of Greer. And she's yeah. excited. She's, like, so excited. Which seems really weird. I was like, why have you got such a positive attitude? Like, she's just, like, so happy like producers have clearly been lying to her so hard she's like i'm just feeling so blessed like blah 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 blah. um yeah they've definitely been lying to her also like i don't think she's even that into zach i felt so confused by her entire attitude so thrown because i was like you know what your last conversation was like 
maybe they've been lying so much that you're convinced it's going to go well. But I don't think you even like him that much. I think you were embarrassed by your last conversation because it was embarrassing. Not on your end, but like. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. It was um, weird. I didn't understand. Yeah, but we're not at that part yet, apparently, because immediately <laughs> we're just at the group date. Um, yeah. So the girls arrive at a theater with flashing lights, and a magician slash mentalist is there with Zach. <sighs> and over he's the got next, that bleached hair. He's got those frosted tips, and over the course of this date, he will be doing some freaky stuff. <laughs> so, the first thing he does is he's like, okay, everybody, hold out your hands. And he, like, goes along the line of girls, and he, like, analyzes their hands and looks at all of them. And yeah. then he goes up to Zach's hand, and he, like, draws in marker <laughs> a little heart. And then he's like, okay, now I'm going to steal the heart from Zach's hand. And, like, if the connection is real, the heart will appear on your hand. And then they all open their hands, and Gabby's hand has, like, a little heart drawn on it. Which was crazy. Crazy. It was crazy. It was. I, it was very magical. I felt magic. I, I don't know how he did it. Like, that was magic. I was like, I believe you, queen. Yeah. That does seem like magic. <laughs> it does. And it's not like a stick or something. It's, like, drawn no. on because you can still see it on her hand, like, later in the episode. Yeah. It was so crazy. Um, that was the thing where I was like, I genuinely have no idea how you did this, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So then he's like, okay, now, because I'm not just a magician, I'm also a mentalist, I'm going to read your minds. So everybody come off on stage mm-hmm. and sit down. I wish he hypnotized them. That would have been fun. Oh, it was like, sick. it was very much giving, like, <clears throat> high school senior spree, but whatever. Um. He- also, the producers were like, okay, everyone can do fine in this except for that one girl, Cat. <laughs> Make yeah. sure she fails the assignment. Make sure she does terrible. Um, so he's like, he, one by one, he'll like take the girl and sit them down in front of Zach. So the girl and Zach are facing each other. And then he'll ask the girl some questions. And yeah. so Gabby goes first. And he's like, okay, picture a desert. And then picture a cube in the desert. Uh-huh. And what's the cube made of? Oh, and also the mentalist is like, do not try to lie to me. I will know if you are lying. Do not <laughs> lie to me. Um, and Gabby's like, the like, cube okay, is made of glass. like, okay, lie detector. <laughs> yeah, the cube is made of glass. Obviously the cube is made of glass. When I do that, my cube is made of glass. When you do it, what is your cube made of? Probably glass, but when she said glass, I was like, I guess I have to think of another material. <laughs> we can all be glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I was like, I can't pick the same one as Gabby. Yeah, so but know. apparently... If the same can be applied to everyone, uh, that means that people can see through us but are confused by us, which is interesting, whatever. I don't feel confused by you. I don't feel confused by you, but maybe it's because we're glass cube nice. people and we get each other. Maybe our glass cubes are, maybe my, maybe our glass cubes are inside our, our each other's glass cubes. My maybe glass, our glass cube cubes is are like, the same glass cube. My glass cube is not, like, totally see-through. It's, like, kind of, like, rainbowy. But I feel like that could just be because oh, the sun nice. is getting trapped inside. Like, I can't see through the cube, but, like, it's, it's shiny and it's clear. It doesn't matter. My glass cube looks like it was put there accidentally. Like, it's not really supposed <laughs> no, to be No, my glass cube is very much giving, like, sent to Earth from aliens, don't touch that thing. Ah. You know? Mine is giving, like, 
alien accidentally left it there, but it wasn't supposed to be there on purpose, and you could touch it if you wanted. Okay, do not touch my <laughs> cube. My cube, like, okay, definitely has something, like, that can destroy the Earth inside Yours of it. does sound more dangerous than mine. Mine sounds Mine's like an accident. Dangerous cube. Also, the number of times <laughs> I've... very pretty, ar- and it's very dangerous. Yes. <laughs> That's both correct. Also, the number of times I've said it's giving just in this episode alone is I horrible. I, it's addicting. I'm, I'm cut off. I'm not allowed to say I, that anymore. Here's the thing. I, there, each month, I have a new thing, you know, that yeah. I say. And I must... If you're a listener, that must be annoying. It's giving has been this month and last month. And it's probably going to be next month. And eventually, it'll stop. But I don't <laughs> foresee that Not anytime soon. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, okay, whatever. So Gabby's still with the mentalist. So he's like, think of a word. Think of, and she's like, well, I'm thinking of two words. And he's like, fine. Think of the first word and then think of the second word. And so then he writes on this little slate that he has. And then he's like, okay, what were your two words? And she's like, safety and comfort. And then he turns the slate around and it says safety and comfort. And Gabby's like, what the fuck? And then he's like, sorry (laughs) for my language. Yeah, love that. Here's my thing. Tell me. I think that there, I think it's a, I don't think it's a chalkboard. I think it's a secret iPad. Yeah. And it has a microphone in it. And it, when it hears what you say. Oh, you don't think he has like an assistant that's typing really fast or something in like a different room? Well, that's what Mason thought. And that's probably the accurate one. But I think it has a little voice recorder. Okay. But what if I also the person think it's so funny because garbled. he has the biggest flourish. Oh, yeah, that's true. But I thought he asked her to repeat it. Maybe, maybe not, though. I can't remember. Um, well, like, that's why was I like, was safety like... safety and comfort. And he was like, what? And she was like, safety and comfort. And he was like, ah! <laughs> the whole time. That's why I was like, the thing with the heart was the only thing where I was like, I genuinely have no idea oh, how yeah. he did that. Because, like, I have a couple <clears throat> ideas how he did the words one. But whatever. Yeah. Um... My third idea is magic. <laughs> magic. Um, so then the next up is Ariel and the mentalist is like, you're a mystery and you're always trying to protect your heart at any cost. Um, and so then he's like, what's like, what's the word for like why you have all these like layers and guards up? And she's like, heartbreak. And then he turns his slate Aww. around and it says Heartbreak. Um, she, and she's like, don't worry, King, you couldn't break my heart if you tried. <laughs> yeah. So I'm uh, not worried. He's <laughs> like, are you going to be open with Zach? And she's like, yeah, 100%. So next up is Charity. And he's like, do you truly think you're the best person for Zach? And she's like, yes. And then yep. he's like, why did your previous relationship not work? And then she's like, infidelity. And he turns the slate around and it says infidelity. And she's just like... <sighs> is crying and he's Dad. like is it hard to trust again and she's like well like it's about like trusting myself like and she'll talk about this later but it really seems like she blames herself a lot and so it's less yeah. about trusting the other person that she's in a relationship with and more about her mm. trusting herself to pick people who are worthy of being in a relationship with her that's hard. Um, it feels it feels very internalized the the mm-hmm. trust issues that she has based on her previous relationship, um, but she's like, 
she then is freaking out to the camera because she's like, I had to just sit there and, like, admit that I haven't healed from my past relationship, and that doesn't mean that I don't want this and I'm not ready for this, but, like, I'm worried that Zach took it as, like, me not being ready. Yeah. Which sucks. Um, it was so sad then, I felt for her in this. Yeah. So then Kat is up, and the mentalist is like, are you ready for Zach to meet your family? And she's like, mm-hmm. And then goes, I think so. And she tried like, to play hard to get when he's trying to get rid of people. Yeah, literally. Like, like, did no. you really think that that was the right idea? Because I can assure you with every fiber of my being, it is not. It was the worst. He said, this is, I this felt is the, the connection week. was off. This yeah. is the week when you need to be like, I am 1,000% positive about you. What can Thinking I do Thinking about to make you, you not meeting my family? About you? Yeah, exactly. Like, the time for playing games like that was maybe last week. But this week, he's he needs to cut three people. Like, yeah, who he likes. Any ounce of insecurity on your part, and he's out the door. Agree. Um... So then he's like, the mentalist is like, have you ever thought about walking away from this? And she's like, yes. Girl. Um, and then he, she's like, and then the mentalist is like, do you think you're the right person for Zach? And she's like, yes, I do. Um, and she's like, this process is really hard and it makes you feel like you want to give up, but something is telling you not to. Um, this was just, like, a crazy intense group date. Like, and this was yeah. the only thing that they did. Like, they came here, some weird man with frosted tips and a chalkboard was like, I can see into <laughs> your brain. And then they were like, okay, bye, guys. We'll see you at the cocktail party. Like, this was a horrible yeah. date. This oh, was sorry, straight up a horrible date. I felt really bad for them. All of them leave that date feeling, like, sad and insecure. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, it's very clear later on. Yeah, I feel terrible. Um, so Charity is, like, really, like, frustrated. Like, I've never seen Charity this, like, almost angry. Yeah. Um And I can't help but wonder if, like, part of it is, like, almost a professional reaction, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, she's literally a therapist, and this, like, quote-unquote magician was, like, kind of trying to therapize them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but wonder if she was, like, that was really inappropriate. Um, yeah. And that's what part of her reaction is coming from. Because I know part of her reaction is just, like, she just had to go digging around in her own mental and personal trauma. Um, but she seemed, like like, teetering on the angry side of upset as opposed to Yeah, I kind of felt of like that, too, as in, like, especially, I think probably she was just frustrated because she, it's, like, the way that it was being conducted, she wasn't actually able to articulate yeah. what she meant by what she was saying, mm-hmm. which I could imagine would be really frustrating, especially if this is something I assume she has talked about a lot in therapy and has a way that she likes to talk about it. Yeah. So I just assumed it was rough. Yeah. So she is upset because she has some things that she's still working through, but that doesn't mean she's not fully invested in the process. And um, she's like, but 
but she's like, but I don't know if that was picked up on this freaking group date, and that's why I just hated the whole thing. And I was like, okay. Oh. Heard. Heard, um, Jeff. So then Zach shows up to, like, just a very somber room of women. <laughs> and is like, I appreciated everyone being vulnerable. And everyone's like, uh-huh. we hated it. <laughs> I mean, They're internally. like, why didn't you have to sit in that fucking chair, idiot? Yeah. What's it, what word is in your brain, idiot? What, co- what, what material is your cube, asshole? <laughs> Um, so he pulls Ariel for a chat first, um, and they're like, you know, who would I meet if I came home to your family out for hometowns? And Ariel does, like, an imitation of her dad. Um, it was funny. It was really funny. Apparently he was like, you can't do the show. I know what they do on there. It's orgies. <laughs> like, they're gonna make you get naked. And she I'm was so like, I we'll think it'll be him. okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, so she tells uh, Zach, she's like, my family is, like, Ukrainian Jewish living in New York, Uh which, um, one, cool, because this is an incredibly Christian franchise, and she was just like, my family's Jewish, and now you have to hang out with them, deal with it. Um, I mean, that's not what she said at all, but it's what is going to happen, we're going to go to her hometown now. Um, well, they then, had a Jewish bachelor a, a long time. Jason Mesnick, he was Jewish, and yeah. they completely erased it out of the show because oh, they were like, the world shocked. isn't ready yeah. for a Jewish bachelor. And I was like, are you fucking crazy? But also, it it's really anti-Semitic out there and yeah. has been. So, yeah, yikes. Anyway, but I thought that was very interesting because I was like, I know in my soul that Zach is, like, an intense Christian. Yeah. So I was like, what is this man thinking? Yeah. When she said that. Yeah. Um, it's also just fun because my family in New York is Ukrainian Jewish. Bestie ah! vibes. Bestie vibes. Bestie vibes between me and Ariel. Ariel is so hot. Um, oh, you know what? Claire Jones and Ariel have similar vibes in a way, I feel like. Um, of hotness sure yeah yeah yeah. sleek like sleek hotness mm-hmm. do you see what i mean i do ariel just gives me like vampire in a way that claire yeah. jones does not give no no vampire. no it's more on like it's like uh and they, also they because glam. i'm so convinced that she's literally identical to that person from buzzfeed who i sent you i just like you can't, can't see it can't see it with anyone else you know okay okay fair enough yeah um okay also we keep saying ariel and ariel and i don't know which one it is still ariel it's ariel yeah pretty sure okay (laughs) dear god um okay um that makes sense because one of my cousins in new york's name is ariel um so there we go uh Zach asks Charity how she's doing, and she's like, I'm okay. Like, that was a heavy group date. Um, she tells him she's sometimes confused by her ability to trust herself and her decisions. And she's like, and because I stayed in a relationship that didn't serve me, and, like, I made decisions that caused me to stay in it for even longer, like, I haven't totally forgiven myself for that. Um, mm-hmm. And so she's like, so my fears are not with you it's with the process it's with being here 
Um, but being here with him is a risk she's willing to take. And she's like, I have no doubts about you. Like, this is all internal. Um, I really thought he was going to be like, <gasps> I did too. Process? I did too. But, but he, he understood doesn't. her. He seemed capable of it, which, you know, okay. <laughs> yeah. I guess he pick doesn't. and choose king. <laughs> what? He's like, that's huge. And sharing and being as honest as you can be, like, that's all I need. And he's like, between us, like, there's not just a spark. There's a possible forever future. Uh. Crazy. Um, so Gabby, in the meantime, is Having really focused on the fact that the mentalist said she leaves people confused and the reason that she's really locked in on that is because she always feels confused in her own head um she has really severe adhd and she's like well and there's only so much i can do besides seeing a psychiatrist and a therapist and like like basically what else am i supposed to do and it's like nothing gabby it's okay you're okay we're not confused that guy's you know weird (laughs) <laughs> it's fine look um, anyone would be confused by a man with frosted tips it's okay yeah. um and so then when she sits down with Zach she's like well my brain has a million things going on all the time and like do you even want to try to understand me and like want to deal with that confusion um well she's not like do you even want to it's more like yeah she's like I can't imagine anyone wanting to um, Gabby's doing a, has always kind of been doing throughout the season a bit of like thinking she's too much in a lot of ways, and mm-hmm. I'm like, have you met yourself? Yeah, you're, you're okay. You seem really normal. You seem very functioning. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't really have anything to say. Just like you're, you're doing okay. Killing the game. Um. But she's like, but I really want you to meet my family because, like, I talk about them all the time. And, like, I think, I don't know who, oh, I think she said her friends, or I don't know if she said this or if I saw a TikTok or something, that her mm. friends signed her up for the show. But she said that, like, her mom and sister, like, knew about him being The Bachelor and, like, thought they'd be a good match. And so she's really excited oh, okay. to, like, bring him home. Um, okay. Finally time for him to talk to Kit. To Kat. Why do I keep trying to call her Kate? Um, so she looks they, like, like a Kate, to be honest. Yeah, they sit down. I'm a cat. <laughs> they sit down, literally not one word, before he goes, so how do you feel about today's date? <laughs> uh. um, and she's like, oh, I feel good about it. And he's like, cool, because it added more confusion for me personally. Um, so she looks so hot. What? That dress, she looked so hot. That dress, dress fit her this? so well. It was, like, white and bodycon, and she just is... I'm having trouble remembering because I know what everybody was wearing to the final oh, rose ceremony, and gotcha. so everybody's... Although Gabby's one-shoulder pink dress has not left my mind. Didn't love. <laughs> um, I don't know what Kat's wearing, but I believe she looked okay. good. It, I, it was a fine dress, but it looked amazing on her. <laughs> um... So, basically, he's like, I don't know, You, it's just like you said you wanted to leave, and, like, you only said I think so when it came to wanting me to meet your family, and, like, basically, I get being, like, yeah, I, I think being, like, yeah, there's times when I've wanted to leave, but, like, 
staying here and fighting for this was more important. Like, I feel like that can be a good thing to say. Yeah. Um, I don't think she should have said, I'm not sure if I'm ready for you to meet my family. That was a bad, that one you can't spin. (laughs) Well, yeah, you also can't pair those two things together. Like, if you're gonna. Yeah. It's like, you can't say the first one ever, but you can sometimes say the second one. If he's really sure about your relationship. Yeah. And but also, he was already questioning it. It was, ah, uh, it was just And so then bad. she doesn't, because what you have to do is you have to be like, it's because I care about you so much that, like, yeah. I would never walk away, no matter how hard this process has been. But instead what she does is she's like, well, you know, like, outside of this process, like, when things get hard, like, I just want to leave and escape and give up. Yeah. And I'm like... Not what you want to hear a potential no. No. life partner say. That is not a strong coping strategy. It's also like date um, two shit. Or like date uh, your your first one-on-one stuff when it's already gone really, yeah. really well. It is not what you should be saying no. right before he has to decide between you and a bunch of other people who already told him they're 100% sure they want him to meet their families even if they aren't. And it's also the only thing I feel like you should tell a romantic partner if it's something that you pair with the phrase, but I'm working on it. Yes. You know? <laughs> like, I yeah. recognize this is bad. You may see these tendencies in me. I'm trying to correct them because I recognize it's working not the best way to handle things. It. But instead, yeah. she's just like, you know, that's just what I do. And I'm like, and he was like, okay, okay, bye. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Basically, he's like, well, what I want is forever love and like to be engaged at the end of this process. And if like that's not what you something you're ready for, like you need to let me know now. Um, it's also just she. It's it's her common problem, which is just making it 100 percent about herself. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Zach is also definitely doing that, but yeah. that's how The Bachelor works. It's how The Bachelorette works, and yeah. The Bachelorettes do a lot better job of being, like, empathetic about it and being, like, making it a little more, more like, it's about us, yeah. but it's just the way it's set up, and Kat is really just, yeah. uh, every time with... It, well, well in, in I this really situation... Like, yeah. yeah, in this situation, you can't really blame Zach all that much for being like okay well here I have a girl who isn't sure she's ready for me to meet her family which we have to do next week and who says that she runs away from things when they get hard like yeah I wonder who I'll pick her or charity like yeah I don't blame him for like no watching this conversation I'm like cat my guy I honestly didn't really have problems with him in general this episode i will say yeah i don't think so i was back to feeling neutral yeah i was like a little bored but yeah yeah um okay so then uh after this conversation he's now spoken to everybody and he gives gabby the group date rose um which i was like a little surprised by i kind of thought it was gonna go to charity i don't know yeah Maybe not. Maybe not. I thought so, too. Okay. Um, And then Kat, again, to the whole group of women, is having a little cry and is like, I don't like not feeling wanted. It's like, yeah. 
Everyone's and then she like, goes, we're so happy she for goes, you. We're so I'm, happy for you. She's like, I'm doing all the things we're supposed to be doing. And that, Ugh. like, screamed How to Win the Bachelor to me. Yeah. Like, she was like... Like, she didn't do a knock-knock, but she did close to a knock-knock to steal more Bachelor terminology from Game yeah. of Roses. Um, like, she did do all the things that she's supposed to be doing, so why isn't it working for her? Um, but she's d- missing d- inside the one thoughts out loud. crucial thing of, well, the two crucial things of, one, keeping the inside thoughts inside... And yeah. two, not being fucking annoying. But that one is closely <laughs> tied to number one. So it was. Just, I just died when they were like when Gabby gets the rose and Ariel's like, "I'm really happy for you." And Charity, who I thought was gonna get the rose, was like, "I'm really happy for you." And Kat just goes, "I'm obviously happy, but also I'm sad." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, ah! "Babe." <laughs> That's fine. Inside thoughts, babe. Inside thoughts. Oh, my God. Um, so now Zach is getting ready for his one-on-one with Brooklyn. But first, here comes Greer. Still feeling <laughs> blessed and grateful. Like, where did she get this good attitude? She is literally the happiest she has been all season. Maybe they flew her first class. Before she shows up <laughs> to Zach's hotel. Um, Absurd. So something that I get reminded of is she literally hasn't seen him since the Bahamas, which is so crazy yeah. because that feels so I long know. ago, but I guess it wasn't. They also didn't have a one-on-one ever. That long ago? No, they never had a one-on-one because that was when uh, Jess was like, I'm the last person to get a one-on-one. And they were like, no, Greer still hasn't had one. And she's like, she has COVID! Greer has COVID! <laughs> so good. Oh, so funny. Um... So, she's like, when I found out I tested positive for COVID, like, I was just worried my story with, like, it was very scary to think that our story might be over, and she wants to know where he's at. And also, like, how did Just Greer test positive? Like, how did Just Greer and Zach test positive? Mm, Don't know. No clue. No fucking clue. Chaos. Um, (laughs) so... He's like, well, you know, I play back night one and, like, our first impression. And that was like, wow. But, like, a lot's gone on these past couple weeks. Like, we've had multiple weeks stolen from us. And she's like, well, you're someone I'd be more than happy to introduce to my family. And he's like, well, it's literally days away. Yeah. Um... I wonder if she was being so excited because, again, she strikes me as someone who's read... How to Win the Bachelor. Yeah. Um, I wonder if, like, she was like, okay, to get a good exit speech, I'm going to have to really sell this. Like, That's that I'm like happy and heartbroken. That's, only things I can think of, because this conversation... Yeah. Like, how could she go be- into this conversation with as much hope as she had? Like, or was... She'd have to be so displaying. delusional. And, like, yeah. don't get me wrong, I'm sure the producers are really good at manipulating you in isolation. But I also think, probably, if you're isolated, you're like, wow, do I actually fucking like this guy? <laughs> well, and also, you have way more time to get fucking insecure. Yeah. Like... Yeah. And nervous and anxious. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, also, like, she really, like, made him say it. Like, she was like, I'd be happy to introduce you to my family. And he's like, well, it's really soon. And she's like, yeah, I feel really good about us. And he's like, I don't. Don't. Um, yeah. So he's basically like, uh, from day one till now, I just had to follow my gut. And to give a hometown rose, I need to feel 100% confident that I can see a future. And I don't feel that way. And I don't want to string you along. Um, and then she starts, like, cry whispering. Oh, Her whispering rough. was such an interesting choice. She's like, and it didn't feel like she was whispering to avoid cameras. Like, you know how, like, sometimes people, like, forget yeah. how microphones work and, like, start whispering. Um, but it it just felt like... I guess maybe that's what she does when she cries, is she knows very has odd. a little whisper. Um, well, when she did try and talk through it in an interview, one, her voice was, like, cracking and choking and stuff like that, so I was like, maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, but she's like, yep, rough. I understand, like, our time was robbed, I thought, and then she leaves, and she's like, I thought I was going to have a chance to catch up, not a chance to say goodbye. Um, And I would feel worse if I didn't think that they should absolutely definitely not be together, and that she should have just saved herself some time and gone home a week ago, Um, because it does suck to, like, just, like, fear, like, if this was Katie, and she genuinely thought that this person could be her future husband... Like, the thought that you're not with him because you got COVID for one week, like, sucks. Yeah. That being said, Zach is not Greer's future husband, so I don't feel as bad. But, like, oh my god, if that was Katie, I would feel feel awful. awful. I think that if you get dumped, you should get to hang out with you and whoever else was dumped in wherever you are for the rest of the week. Full agree. Full agree. Yeah. Um, Okay. Now it's time for Brooklyn and Zach's date. So Brooklyn approaches Zach from across a different park. And he does, like, the weirdest little wave at her. Like, he, like, leans his little body over and, like, wiggles his fingers. It was... It was ick-inducing, for sure. For sure. It was giving non-sexy best friend. Yeah. Um... So they are gonna do what the locals do today. And they, like, ride their bikes around the city. Brooklyn is, like, not doing so well on her bike. Um, I wish they'd given her a horse. She deserves to show off. Um, I agree. That could have turned this day around. Yeah. Um, they go up in, like, a hot air balloon. Um, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Uh, then back at the hotel, Charity and Kat are talking about, they're like, well, Brooklyn will probably come back with a rose. Mm-hmm. And Kat's like, I'm pissed. I haven't seen him since the Bahamas. And I'm like, that's literally the last Shut time Brooklyn saw up. him. You both had your one-on-one dates in the Bahamas. I know. You're describing know. the same thing. <laughs> How are you not getting this? <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, now Brooklyn and Zach go to, like, the ultimate spa house also mm-hmm. it's it's less sexy and romantic than the first one but like it's cool. very cool because like it's just like such a societal norm in hungary yeah. to like go to these bathhouses and spend a lot of time there and 
I think that's so wonderful. And I wish that we had something like that and we don't. And so and they blurred the background of all the people in the spa with CGI mist. So true. It was so funny. They like talk to an old couple who are playing chess in the spa. Mm. Brooklyn's like, I want you to meet my family. And then they like kiss in the spa and everyone claps. And there's so many people. It was very weird. And it was like, everyone hadn't been paying attention, but then they kiss, and now all of a sudden everyone's paying attention and claps. Seemed fake. (laughs) So weird. So weird. Um, Zach. They have no uh, chemistry. Yeah. They're not being sexy in this pool. No, not like Zach and Katie. No. So now it's the evening portion, and Zach's like, you know, merit, like, engagement, marriage, Families coming together, families joining, whatever. And Brooklyn's like, okay, if you came, you'd definitely meet my grandma and my mom. She didn't say if you came. She really, unfortunately, oh. this whole date was like, you're going to meet. Oh. When you meet my family. And I was like, ah. Oh, no. Yeah, it was bad. So she's like, when you meet my family, you'll definitely meet my grandma and my mom. And her You'll like them when you meet them, for sure. (laughs) Brooklyn's father isn't in her life, but but her grandfather is, and he's, like, kind of the man who raised her. And she cries when she talks about her grandfather and, like, calls him her hero, which is really sweet. Yeah. Um, It's really sweet. Yeah, and then he's like, um, do you have any fears, like, about if this will be too much for your family or something? And she's like... My fears are that my family has seen me very hurt before. And, like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Don't want that to happen again. And then Zach's like, I need a minute to take a breath. Always a good sign. Um, (laughs) So. Yeah, positive vibes. Yeah. And so he basically comes back. And he's like, look, I'm aware that you don't bring anyone home who you're not confident about. So if I'm not confident, then, like, who am I to be in that mm-hmm. house? And it's like, you deserve love, and you should have it. And, like, this whole week there's been a block or something that hasn't clicked. And, like, it's not fair to you for me to not be fully confident going into meeting your family. And then he hits her with, you deserve love that I can't give you. Ah! Brutal. Tragic. Um. Yep. So they're over. Mm-hmm. She tells him not to be sorry and that as much as it hurts, she respects that he can be upfront and thanks him for his honesty. Um. And as they're leaving, she's like, it's felt so good to feel so strongly about someone so great. Which is so sad. How many times did the word so appear in that sentence? But three of them were Brooklyn's fault. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sad for Brooklyn. She gone. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye, Brooklyn. R.I.P. We'll miss you. I wanted um, to see your rodeo hometown, but I wanted to see your rodeo hometown so bad. Um, they deprived us, but we move on. Yeah. So then the girls at home just watch the producers take the suitcase away. So now it's time for the rose ceremony. No cocktail party in sight. Uh -uh. And can I just say Charity looks amazing. Charity looks amazing. Hair on point. 
makeup on point, dress on point. Gorge. They all are going perfectly together. She's so fucking gorgeous. She literally looks so good. She's so This look so was beautiful. wasted on how little screen time this evening was given. Yeah. Um, Give us a dress tour or a show. <laughs> yeah. They should so have that, to do a red carpet and show us and tell us what they're wearing. Yeah. Every episode. Um, Shazak so. comes in and is basically like, hey, everybody, I'm really sorry. This is going to be a tough one. <laughs> ah! Brutal! <laughs> so... Because Gabby and Katie already have roses, there's only two roses to give out. Uh, Ariel gets the first one, and Charity Mm -hmm. gets the second one, which means Kat is going home. Um, So Zach walks Kat out, and she's just like, why? (laughs) She still didn't expect it after she had objectively the worst time on the date the last two weeks. That's crazy. Literally. So he's like, well, we had, like, I would have said in the Bahamas, like, the best and strongest connection. But over the past couple weeks, like, it changed and I couldn't see a confident future. And then Kat cries about, like, how much she pushed and shared with him because she thought that they'd be worth it in the end. And she basically is like, I tried. And then he's like, I had to follow my gut and it's not you. Um, And then Kat gets in the car and leaves and Zach cries while Jesse gives him a hug. Um, and that's the, the end of the episode end. next week wow. it's a bachelor double header first episode is hometowns second yep. week second episode is women tell all party party the credit scene of this episode was gabby and katie having a bubble bath time together having lots of fun i loved it it was, that cute. was cute um so um, this does leave us in a really unfortunate predicament because, yeah. as many of you loyal listeners know, <clears throat> we have this thing that we like to call sexy number five, which is yeah. that, historically speaking, over the last several seasons, the person who has gone home fifth, it has usually been a self-elimination, uh-huh. or at the very least, like, a crowd favorite, um, maybe didn't have the best romantic connection with the lead, but, like was stuck around because they made good TV. Like, um, sexy number fives of the past have included Kit from Matt's season. They've included Andrew from Katie's season. Uh-huh. Um, I can't think of a single other one off the top of my head, but they exist. Yeah, they the do. I don't remember who they are, but they're but there. But they're real. I'm, like, <laughs> trying to think about who it was on Tasha's season. So final three were I feel like it was Ivan and then Brendan Brendan. was before that. I don't remember who was sexy number five. Damar? I don't know. I don't think it was Damar. If it was Damar, then the theory holds true. Yeah, because she's sexy. (laughs) (laughs) So we have chosen to award our sexy number five, not to the actual. Not to the number five, because that's Kat, who yeah. alludes absolutely nothing about sexy number five, other than the fact that she is so hot. Yeah. But that is actually not a qualifier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's actually, fun fact, not part of it. Yeah. Um, so we will be awarding our sexy number five to our rodeo gal pal, Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, some qualifications she has to take the title. Mm-hmm. Makes great TV. Mm -hmm. hilarious Mm -hmm. obviously not the best fit for the lead 
Um, can do rope. Can do rope. Yeah. You know, fun and creative backstory. Yeah. I don't want to phrase it like that because she's actually had a fairly traumatic yeah. life. I, I was going to say. <laughs> I only meant rodeo. I only rodeo. meant rodeo. Just want to clarify that. Um, yeah, all good. Understood. She does rodeo. That's all I was talking about. Okay. Well, congrats to Brooklyn. Congrats to Brooklyn. Um, I told Liv, because we were like, damn, we were really feeling good about our sexy number five theory, and I think part of the reason it doesn't work as well this season is because we started that theory during, like, the peak of The Bachelor being so unserious. Like, yeah, being, like, such they just a fuck around. Yeah, like, come on, we're cast, like, it's Matt James, like, we're, mm-hmm. like, people were truly, truly, truly just on The Bachelor for clout. The Bachelor was just on The Bachelor for clout, like, yeah, like, those are the times when people don't want to make it to hometowns. Like, they don't want to go to hometowns. They want to make it as far as they can before they self-eliminate. And this season, we have a Bachelor who is taking it so fucking seriously, it gets on one's nerves. And because of that, you're just left at the end with contestants who are taking it more seriously as well. So, yeah, no one's going to self-eliminate. Right. In a way that they have been in, like, literally the last three years. Um, So that does fuck with our theory a bit, but... When we created it, we were creating it under a different era of The Bachelor, I would say. And we'll see, we'll see if Zach season is a return to what it once was, or if it was like a one-time deviation that we're going back to like the fuckery that we had for the last three years. We might have to change it. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Um, do you have any roses and thorns from this episode, Liv? I should. Um... I would say my my rose goes to Gabby's shock of the heart on her hand. That was going to be mine! Oh my god! <laughs> I thought it was cute, and I also was like, that's so me with magicians. They, they can do that magic. And my thorn, but also kind of a rose was when everyone was like we're really happy for you gabby and cat goes yeah i'm really happy for you but also i'm sad (laughs) that was so funny um i'll give a rose to the hungarian bathhouses in general love nice and also to the credit scene of gabby and katie in the bubble bath together that was really funny um nice cute and then i'll give a thorn to this is a pretty good episode i guess i'll give like a thorn to what kind of fuckery they were like playing on greer like to make her yeah true. so off in her yeah, perception of what was going on i was truly so thrown i was like girl i i'm so sorry for what's about to happen to you i guess <laughs> yeah 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 i feel bad for her um, in an embarrassing turn of events, Zach is back to being neutral, I guess. Yeah, sure. For now. I'm like, for now. For now. Thin ice. Thin <laughs> ice, buddy. Um, in an embarrassing turn of events, Kat was legally sexy number five. No, oh, not legally, because we decide. we decide. Kat could have been sexy number five, but legally Brooklyn is sexy number five. Yeah. 
Technically, she was sexy number five legally. Brooklyn was sexy legally. number five. Yeah. Um, well, that's right. it for this week, gang. I guess we'll have to see you next week for a two-episode week, <laughs> including the most uncomfortable this. time of the season, Women Tell All. So much Couldn't yelling. tell who was all going to be there. So, so much. much yelling. Um, all right. I got to blow my nose. <laughs> all right. Let's sign off then. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.